Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight. We ask for a mighty visitation, a visitation that causes revival, a visitation that will turn our hearts to you. We ask, Lord, that you will watch over us, even from here. Thank you, Lord, that you've ministered to us. Thank you, Lord, that you fed us with that which you want us to be fed with. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Please do have your seats. The Lord bless you. Amen. Um, Pastor Edwin, those things you may not have told you, but I think some things are not working. May I say it? Uh, uh, Some things I think, I believe some things are not working. Either the monitors or something is not working. Don't increase volume. Come and check what I'm saying. (laughs) There's a difference in uh, something is not working and giving me volume. If you give me volume, still the thing is not working. All right. So, if, if, okay, good. I don't lie. (laughs) After 20 something years of holding microphone, once I pick it, I know something is not, <laughs> is not correct. I'm not a novice. <laughs> Amen. All right. So, the pride of a novice. I believe LP burial started last week. Um, the scripture still remains 1 Timothy 3.6. All right. Not a novice. Least. Being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. So novices will fall into pride and the condemnation of the devil. So what is a novice? After all the weeks of talking about 
um, novice, novice, novice. What is a novice? A novice is a person, number one, who is new to the circumstances. You get the point now? Yeah. Some people, when they became new to the circumstances of shepherding, they realized that it is not about just having titles. It is work. So when we say somebody is a novice, the person is new to the circumstances. Do you understand? Um, One of the things people are new to is money. Yes, some of you, you are used to poverty. It is the default of your life. And then, if by any means it moves from 1,000 to 50,000, that's it. You start displaying... You start doing up and happy. <laughs> you start asking for your math teacher. <laughs> Mercy. Pastor Edwin is still not corrected, but I'm going ahead. You, you'll figure out what it is. Do you understand? When the circumstance changes and you are new to the circumstance, you see people displaying. Um, novice attitudes. You understand? That's why they always say that there is old money and then there is new money. <laughs> when the money, the circumstance is new, you start smelling money. But somebody has been spending money for 50 years. <laughs> Do you understand? I need you to understand the teaching. Do you, do you get it? Yes. Yeah, so, people with, with old money don't make noise. Is after a while they are used to the money. Yes, but people with small change. I mean, the whole estate will not sleep. You just bought your your um, sound system. How do how they call it? Home theater. You just bought your home theater. <laughs> After that, the neighbors cannot sleep. Uh, school is kuma Uh you 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 now start having attitudes towards the things you used to eat without even you used to enjoy them (laughs) do you understand and it's all a sign that a novice has laid hold on money. Yes. 
When you get money, there are things you do that shows you a novice. Yeah. So many things you do will show that you are, you are new to money. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. Uh, like if you've never held a million before. And then suddenly you have a million. Yeah. The, you see that the novice tendencies will show. Oh yes. It will show. And people with new money. Um, is it in French? Is it called Nouveau Rich or something? Nouveau? No. Nouveau? Yeah, there, there is no, like, their money is not like, maybe, there are some families, money has been in the family for hundreds of years. Yes, wealth has been in the family for, like, generations, you know. The great-grandfather passed it on to the next, and then he passed down, and then it passed, uh-huh. So, literally, everybody through that lineage has enjoyed comfort, wealth. Do you understand? Not like some of us who are fighting hard to become the first generation blessed people. Hmm. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. And you'll be surprised that many of us will be first generation blessed people. Your father was not blessed. Yeah, my father was not. He, they killed him before he could say, Mwen, Mwen. Is it Mwen? Before he could say, Mwen. Before he could say, Mwen, they killed him. Yeah, so I can't say that my father was super rich, wealthy, and all that. No. Yeah. Whatever happens to me and my life will be first generation. Do you understand? It will be first generation. Because even my father's pension, my mother looked for it back as she died. She hasn't found it. Yeah. Every time she went, they they said the file is missing. The file is missing. Yes. So, you see, somebody's father also died and the file is missing. Yeah. Somebody is patiently collecting the pension. Do you understand? So, I would say, I don't know about you, maybe you, you are an old, you are from a very wealthy family. Thank you, Favor. Um, but whatever will happen to me is a first generation happening. Yes, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm very serious about everything I do. Yes, in case you are wondering, is the reason I put seriousness into everything I do? Yeah. Like, if I look back now, I attended one of the best senior high schools in Ghana. If you mention top three, you don't mention my school I attended. You, it's not, you're not talking about Ghana. Maybe you're talking about Togo. <laughs> you understand? Then when you mention the first three, you also have to be smart to arrange them. Yes, and if you, you, you have to talk about my school first before you talk about some other schools you understand then i am blessed to have my son who is now second generation also attending that school 
So whatever I'm doing is I am also building something. I can look back and say, that's second generation Tamaklo somewhere. You see, you continue toying with your life. It's going to take you years to build something strong for yourself and for your family. These jokes won't cut it. These jokes, some, I've been a pastor for long in this church. Come on, I know. Some people, you see novice tendencies just at the prospect of a new job. Like they don't have the job. They've smelled the job. They've been promised the job. And then you see a novice literally acting up in the church. One guy was promised a job on the express. I've been looking for him. He was a shepherd. He was a church member. And he left shepherding. Why? So he's waiting for the express. I think it's part of the reason I didn't want to use the expressway. (laughs) Just at the promise that he will work there. Change the path the person was on. And today, I look through the booth, and the person is not there. You understand? Maybe the only booth I've not looked into is the one in Ezekiel Mulolongo. Yeah, I've I've not gone that far on it. You get the point now? Yeah, just at the prospect, just at the prospect that oh, my life is it doesn't finish changing, no. It hasn't even started. Like there is just the possibility. Oh, things are looking up. Things are looking. You see novices misbehaving. Yeah. I've seen it over and over and over again. I can tell you it accounts for why people do not truly, truly make it. It accounts for why they don't truly, truly, truly make it. Yes, because there's somebody will lose um, just by a change in world event. A very super rich man will go to bed, wake up, and he has lost five billion dollars. Do you understand? Maybe a shock in stock prices. Just mention them. He's going to wake up and he's lost five billion dollars but his life is not over you that is climbing up you understand some of you if equity bank collapses now your life is oh you will contemplate suicide <laughs> and if they ask you why do you want to kill yourself you say oh, the bank collapsed with my hundred thousand You, you, you understand? That's all you have. And this guy who has lost five billion, there are other things he can liquidate and still be a rich man. Perhaps his estate is about 5,000 square feet or meters. He lives on a very big mansion, you know. Um, he has maybe a yacht. He has a... Um, luxury cars, um, 
like he has several things he can liquidate. Yes. He has a private jet. So, even though he's lost billions, the guy is still super rich. Do you get it? And those kind of people don't display novice tendencies. Like, they are not new to the circumstance of being rich. Yeah. Truly and super rich people don't spread money on their beds and sleep on it and take videos on it. Do you understand? They, they are not holding money in videos. Is it, let me t- don't follow trends. If you follow trends, you, when the trend is all over, and it's one of the things I fought in this church. Anyone who's been here long enough knows. When Facebook, a uh, few years ago, there were all, always trends, uh, create challenge, alcohol challenge. You see people from the church wanting to do the same stupid challenge. And if you say, let's do Bible challenge, they won't be part of it. Do you understand? When the trend is over, it's over with you as well. Don't be a follower of trends. Set pace in your life. Like be the one that becomes a pace pace setter in your family and in your generation. And that is the mind you should have. All this, your time, you're wasting taking pictures. For how long? Will you be taking pictures hoping that you go blow? <laughs> you are using how long to take? L- listen, young lady, when I'm talking, go beyond what I'm saying to you and listen to the young lady. You are only asking lustful men to come after you. Do you understand? Yeah, you are only asking for lustful men to pursue you. Yeah. You see, these, these people, after a few years, you look for their money and akuna. Yeah. If you don't believe me, go and ask Mike Tyson. Yeah. Today he's a ganja planter. And that's someone who won millions and millions of dollars fighting, you know, and he came from abject poverty. Sometimes it's it's like poverty never tries. It doesn't try to leave you even when the money has come. It's like somehow it it hides somewhere there. You see this young man slapping women's bonbon with bundles of dollars. (laughs) You see him, you know, and he's slapping them with women's bonbon with with bands of, of dollars. Yeah. And sometimes what I don't understand is why certain people end up being the ones with the money. Yeah, it's unexplainable. Yeah, it's a mystery. I listen to me carefully, young lady. You won't make listen, you won't blow sisters. I'm talking to if you like take one thousand pictures. I, I'm talking to the sisters. Me ask for the brothers, I don't care what they do. I'm talking to the, the sisters. Yeah. 
Yes, now let me talk to you. I, I mean, you're not going to you're not going to build a picture by a, a pic, You're not going to build a future by picture taking venture. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. In fact, very soon the pictures are not in and those. Oh, show me your lingerie. Uh, show me your brazier. Yeah, very soon you'll be the one sending nude photos because. That this man who you are asking for money is not going to be sending you money because you have showed him how you are wearing trousers and whatever. Uh, the older they are with money, the more lustful they are. Huh? You don't want to say amen to my teaching. Get serious with your life. Stop wasting that time. Do you understand where you could be building something? Stop wasting it at the, I'm going for a photo shoot. I am surprised people can take time off to go for photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. Now you can be surprised. I mean, like I, I used to drive on the um, Fika Highway going home. And Every Sunday, going home, you see, you see youngsters. They've come from Dandora, Sharimoyo, to the estate. And they've invaded people's estates to take photos. And they have a dedicated cameraman following them. Now, let me tell you something. If that was how I thought, I would never have left where my mother raised me because I wasn't leaving where I was to go and take photo where the rich stay. I wanted to leave where I was to where the rich stay. That is why it was a shock to my son when I took him to where I grew up. He could, I, I know he, even after now, I'm, I'm sure he thinks I'm lying to him. Do you understand? Because my mindset is not to act like, no, I'm a rich kid from what, I was telling um, L.P. Lisa that when I went to Presbyterian Boys Secondary School, we entered class for the first time. They asked everybody, which school did you come from? I heard somebody say, I come from Morningstar International School. They asked Ghana International School. Come from something, something, International School. Everybody in that business class came from an international school. Then they asked me, where do I come from? I said, I come from Bethel One, Junior Secondaries. Everybody was laughing. (laughs) Me and one other guy came from government school. Here, your government schools, I understand, are the best. Um, It's the opposite. Where I come from, private schools are the best, and government schools are understaffed. No, in fact, you can't get anything happening in those schools. So when I mention my school with with um, um, with a number, do you understand? A school that has a number in it. 
Everybody, something, something, international school, Akosombo International School, Ghana International School, Morningstar International School. When he got to, I said, I came from, I come from Battle One JSS. Everybody started laughing. But you see, it didn't fast me because you are here and I'm here. Do, Do you understand? We are all here. So your laughter doesn't even discourage me. You have come here. I've also come here. That's what it meant to me. Did you get it? Yeah. But when I look at my children, they can't say that. I come from um, Konongo, Konongo, uh, JS, Genius Second. No, they can't say that. So you see, over time, something becomes, you become used to uh, a new level. Do you get it? That's why I, I don't know if it was on a Tuesday, but I said to you that you may not have come from a rich family, but a rich family should come from you. And it can't happen with you following all these social media hypes. There is a real thing for you to do. Are, are you listening to me? You may not like the message, but it's got to be preached anyway. And don't cut your upward rise short by beginning to develop attitudes. Because there is the newly rich and there's the old rich. Yeah. In Kenya today, there are people who have always had money. It doesn't matter which government is in power. They've always had money. Yes. One of such families is the Kenyatta's. Always had family. Yes. I mean, if, if you like, go and steal 1,000 sheep from them. They'll still have... You, if they enter your grandfather's compound and they steal two goats... <laughs> <laughs> The family wealth is in the two goats. It's finished. You understand? The family wealth is in two goats. Careful. Tell your neighbor we, we have to become serious. Hey, if the two goats are stolen... Everything is finished. You who is even in the city, once you are informed that the two goats are gone, you see that you are depressed. <laughs> so, brothers and sisters, to, to, to make it in this life, all right, you must have a certain seriousness that follows and accompanies your everyday um, activities, yes. Did you understand? Yes, and you must always have at the forefront of your mind your goal, where you are going. This is where I am going. Yes, and work towards it. Are you listening to me? Yeah, work towards it. Work towards it. Amen. So, you can see a novice by 
how new they are to a particular circumstance. You know? If they take you to a certain restaurant right now, which you have never been before, you may not know how to go about a lot of things because, Charlie, the thing is different from the Vibanda. <laughs> the setups are different. Do you get it? You may even be sitting there and be wishing, Charlie, take me back. I, I, I prefer the Vibanda. Do, do you get it? So you see that you are new to the circumstance. you are just new to the circumstance glory to God (laughs) yeah you're going to why are you putting handkerchief inside your shirt you're going to ask several questions (laughs) you get a point now yeah so (laughs) yeah you don't know where to start. They, they bring, um, is it soup or starters? You are like, where, where is the food? Uh, where is the food? <laughs> you can always tell a, a novice. Yeah, the person is new to the circumstance. Yeah, new to the circumstance. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Some people, when they go to new environments... If, if, yes, from Vibanda to this level, you just don't know where to start. You understand? (laughs) You, You get a point now. Yeah. You see two folks there. And they are used for different purposes. Do you understand? But you, Vibanda style. You know? And then some people are very bold. They just push everything aside. Push everything aside. I don't like complications. Just give me water to wash my hands. Please, just give me water. Just give me water. Please take all these things away and give me water to wash my hands. Yes. (laughs) Careful. (laughs) Now, okay. So I think we understand being new to the circumstances. Yes. And don't let that change you. Yeah. You see, the essence of the teaching is that the, the devil's novice nature is what changed him. Yes. He would have remained as one of the most um, lovable angels up till now. But he allowed his being a novice to change him. Yes. And I am even tempted to think that Perhaps he was one of the last angels God, because if we are attaching novice to him, do you get it? Uh, 
it's possible that he was one of the last angels. God took his time, created him specially, you know, and then introduced him as a glorious angel. And he was like a late comma kind of angel. But uh, for example, you can't compare um, a 2000 a year 2000 Toyota to a 2023 uh, Toyota. It, that over the years, the person has taken time and developed it better. Isn't it? So, it's likely when he came, there wasn't like his type. Do, do you understand? He was different. He was unique. The things that went into creating Gabriel was different from the things that went into creating him. So he was new. New with so much beauty and splendor. And then the thing entered his head. Do you understand? So sometimes new circumstances. Yeah. One sister changed. um, After many years of living in Islands. Changed. And move to a certain suburb. And now will not come to Tuesday teaching service. You know? Because now she's among the bourgeois. So one day she didn't come for Tuesday. And I sent her a message. I, yes, the sister is here. I said to, I sent her a message. And is it me? I'm not. I, I don't. I, I said that. I said it is people like you that makes God blessing you like difficult or a mistake. <laughs> After years of Islands, and God says, Oh, go and see some green, green environments. Also go and live in the leafy suburbs and smell fresh air. Do you understand? Now you are telling God, take your Tuesday service. Me, I'm going to sit here and enjoy myself. Yes. When the sister leaves the house, there's a, super, a mega supermarket here. When she moves here, there's a distant here. So, Apostle, take your Tuesday So, I got tired and I said, it is people like you who makes God blessing. Yes, one, because she didn't come the Tuesday, so I waited and Wednesday morning, yes, I said, I have to send this one, this message. Yes, when you were Apple, Apple, Apple. You, you almost became the mayor of South B. You never missed a Tuesday service when you were campaigning to be a mayor. And then God says, I'm lifting you and I'm giving you one of the choicest places you to go and live there. Then you are not telling God, take your Tuesday. Take your Tuesday. Yes, after my Wednesday message, she changed. Yes. I told, I, I said other things, by the way. I said, Then I ended the message by Nyamazawapo. 
Nyamaza wewe. Ah, you think I don't want all my members to be blessed? I want my members blessed. Yes, but if your blessing will change your 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 commitment and devotion towards God. <laughs> And that's how the conversation ended. Yes, the, person, the person cleared off from my side. You get the point now? Yeah. <laughs> because when you were mayor of South C or South B or South D or wherever, you were constantly coming. Hey. Now when you look at your mansion, you are like, hey, I have to leave all this and go and hear apostle says point number three. Leo, 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 Leo. <laughs> I have to leave my leafy suburbs and go to Landimaui. It's too far. It's too far. It's too far. <laughs> it's too far. Nah. Yeah. So I realized that this person will make it impossible for God to lift another in our midst. So I had to use my apostolic powers. You understand? Yeah. If God promotes you, it shouldn't change your devotion to him. Yeah. Some of you now, the next thing, the next level, this is a fairly new church. The next level of difficulties when some of you marry, and you cannot wake up from your wife's botoxes to come to church. <laughs> now we are talking about location. Do you understand? Next, now you can't wake up and leave your wife's botox and come to church. So now turning point will be a prayer time for people who are struggling to now get to where God has elevated you. So you, you have left it for them. <laughs> Receive the teaching. Oh. Receive it. <laughs> so don't let new circumstances do you understand? Make you uh, bring out novice behaviors and and all that. No. Amen. Amen. Number two, a novice is a person who is new to the work. (laughs) And we know some people like that. Yes. (laughs) They were new to the work. But they won't follow instructions. They can't be told anything. Yeah. They decided God, you have lifted us to this mountain, but now we are taking charge. Yes, we are taking charge. We will decide if the church will grow or not. Okay, you have stopped all you are doing. Have we died? We have not died. Yes. You see, that's the mysterious thing about God's church. You think that, oh, if I don't bring the 20 people in my center, you know, the church will suffer. Who told you the church will suffer? 
You have stopped bringing your 20. You have stopped bringing your 30. The church will gradually move to where God wants it to be. With, he says, stop this. Novi- you are new to the work. There are people, I used to say to the church, you know, there's a saying in Ghana, when they are in it, we are not full. When they are out of the church, neither are we empty. So some people, they have this uh, pride which the devil has. They think that the moment they leave the church, apostle will suffer. Why do you want me to suffer? Excuse me. Excuse me. Like, why do you want me to suffer? Like, what have I done to you that, like, you, you, it's, it's so bad in your heart that I must suffer. Like, why? Meanwhile, I have been praying for you to be successful. I've been praying for God to bless you. You, what you think about is how to invoke suffering. He will suffer. And listen, they have been living. And for the benefit of those of you here who would also want to live thinking I'll suffer, I have not been suffering. I, I am eating well. I'm sleeping well. My dogs are doing well. That's it. <laughs> Do you understand? I am very fine. Listen, you are not God. I, I will beg you to stay. If God consults you before he does anything, I will beg you to stay. I'm thankful to God that he doesn't consult you. Yes. Are you aware that when God wants to bless you, he will not come and consult me. He will bless you. Do you understand? That's why I don't stand, I don't curse anybody who leaves the church. I, God doesn't have to consult me. Yes. The only time you and I will now have a fight on our hand is when you now stretch forth your hand to fight the church. Yes. That one, I won't sit down and be quiet. Do you understand? Yeah. But you, you have left it peacefully. That's fine. You get it? So, I have seen so many. He, he will suffer. He will suffer. I don't know if you are aware that when I carried my two red bags with my Bible from Ghana, I didn't know you. <laughs> I didn't know you. I'm surprised you, you don't remember that. That this guy coming, he didn't know me before he came. So you're, you're, and by so doing, as we go into the point, you see what happened. You see, in an attempt to punish somebody, people have ended up ruining their own lives. Just like the devil did. He ruined his career. He ruined his ministry. Why? He wanted to show, teach God a lesson. I walk out. Yeah. If I take some of his angels with me, you see that he will, heaven will never remain the same after I'm gone. Some people have said the same thing. The church will never remain the same after we are gone. They have not just gone. They left it with people. Yes. 
The devil left with one third of the heavenly host. Do you know that there are stars that belong to the devil as we speak today? Because part of the heavenly host is the stars. He left with some of the stars and whatever he can. One third of the heavenly host. Is the heavenly host is not just angels. So, they have left with even members. I mean, you really, your life must be really pathetic that you even call people to ask them, do you still go to that church? They don't even say that church. They say that place. Yeah, do you still go to that place? Amen? You are new to the work. Amen? Number three, a novice is a beginner. Number four, a novice is a minister who has been received for a period of probation. (laughs) You haven't been confirmed. Before I could appoint them as pastors, they manifest. Yes. Me, I have a certain leading of the spirit. When I'm supposed to take a decision, but suddenly, like I feel an embargo. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Like I'm supposed to do something. My pema, size, size, size. And then the thing says, hold on. Don't, don't, don't make a move. Just wait. Whenever I feel that embargo, I truly wait. Because in a split of a moment, I start seeing manifestations. Then I say, wow. Wow. Sometimes there are people I'm supposed to do something for them. And then the thing says, wait. (laughs) That wait alone, that short period of waiting, exposes how they are. So when I feel that embargo, I just say, something is about to unfold. And then I, I chill. Yeah. And as often as it is true, I see manifestations. Yes. So, sometimes a short period of probation, you see, like ladies, before you can confirm them as wives, I don't know if they know we confirm you. Yes. First, we date you. Yes. The marriage is the confirmation. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, we give you an upgraded status. Yeah. So, sometimes before you can marry some sisters, they manifest. Do you understand? What you don't know is that you are on probation. Yeah. A man who is going somewhere is trying to see what can I, what can this person really do if I take her on the journey, because it's always the man that is on the journey. Well, if we are going by the Bible, so don't look at me like that. I don't, I don't care your qualification. I don't care your academic qualification. I don't care uh, your, oh, I have a business empire. Are you aware that I am uh, 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 Madame Boss, madam boss or boss lady or lady boss. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You see that you are boss lady and it is the gardener who is marrying you that will confirm you on his own journey. 
I don't know if you understand what I'm teaching you. Yes. Because the man is the head of the wife. Do you get it? Yeah. So your academic qualifications notwithstanding your position in society as a woman notwithstanding you will fall in line with somebody's vision. Yes. So when you are being uh, you are put under probation you see that many sisters behave nicely when they are on probation. Yes. Then after they get the ring and the probation period is over, you see the real character of the sister. <laughs> Careful. Are you here or you've gone home? Number five. A novice is someone who has been doing a job for only a short period of time. Wow. Two years of being a shepherd. Umechoka. Umechoka. One of the weaknesses I find with almost practically all the people I encounter, almost, almost all, is the level of boredom you display. Yes, some of you, I think your, your weakness is you cannot tolerate the same activities in your life Monday, Tuesday, when, like you get bored easily. Allow me to cure you. I'm teaching you. Because I am standing here teaching you and I'm wondering how will you survive marriage life with this high level of boredom? How much money do you have for vacation? How often will you go for vacation? Do you understand? I have a son in the UK and um, I was in Ghana with him uh, not too long ago. And they, he's married to a British, a white British woman. So um, they have a culture for going for holidays. So, and he has, is he four boys? Now his wife and all. When they go for, and when we, we, we return, I think two months ago or so, um, I was looking for him. He told me they were on holidays. And they spent 17,000 pounds to go on holidays. Do you have 17,000 pounds? <laughs> Do you understand? 17,000 pounds to go on holidays. As I stand here, I haven't gone on holidays with anybody before. Not even my shadow. I'm saying that I've not even taken my shadow. Do you understand? For holidays. Like shadow. Can we go now? I have not gone with my shadow for holidays. Do you get it? So how is it that you are not able to do this? You're going to live with the same person for 40 years. And when you're even dating, you're already bored. Now, what do you think happens in a marriage? Yeah. Some of you, that's your weakness. 
That's why you can't remain a shepherd for five years, for six years, and then move to the next level, and from the next level to the next level. No, you, you must create, like, there's too much peace around here. I mean, Charlie, let's, let's, let's spice up the environment. I don't want peace. I want problems always. You know, so now, and is why some of you are never arriving to your destinations. Yes. I, have a, I had a mind for my pastors. They were to start the branches. They were to pastor the branches for f- a, a few years, um, reach a certain level. Then I ordained them into the ministry. As they um, raise other pastors like themselves, then they move to the next level of ordination because as a pastor, you're going to have a lot of ordinations in your life. Do you get it? Yeah. So, you can see that the thing is about consistently doing the same thing. And maybe you don't get it, but I'll the education we receive is actually supposed to teach us that. From, is it nursery to class what? You wake up Monday the same time to, is it Friday or Saturday? You go to school, you close at the same time, you return, you do homeworks, you've gone to senior high, you go to school, you come back, you do this. It's, it's the training. And because of the year, uh, the left, the years, uh, or how old you are, when you receive that training, it is to prepare you for life. Because one day you will wake up Monday and you go off to the office, come back, go, and that's your, going to be your life. But you, mm-mm. Uh-uh. so when you're supposed to be at the office, you, you tell your boss, I'm going to Mombasa. I have to chill, Bana. I mean, it can't be that bad. Yeah. So you don't have work ethics. Do you understand? And the company cannot even rely on you. You're unreliable. You're, you're, you're just, you're just, you're just, a character they can't place their finger on. But you see, your education was to input into you that quality, consistency, consistency. That's why um, at the end of the term, maybe you are supposed to have attended class 70 times. They, they mark the role. So sometimes you see that you have... Um, you miss school maybe once. So 69 out of 70. Yeah, my children don't miss more than two. It has to be rare. Uh, if I check their report, 69 out of 70, maybe that they, they were sick or something. But to just stay in the house, why you, you use tricks so that you can play game or you use tricks so that you can just stay in the house. It has never happened in my environment and it will never happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of you have had to lie to avoid class. Eh? Yeah. Sometimes some of you is your parents that tell you, yeah, you are well, mature. Just relax. <laughs> you see that your child grows up without serious work ethics. 
70 out of 70 attendance. 69 out of 70. Yeah. Hey. Some of you, it was 40 out of 70. You spent half the term away from class or away from school. Do, do you understand? Yes. So now you are an adult and you have the same disposition. Yeah. The same disposition. <laughs> have you mentioned your name, have I? Did you hear me mention anybody's name? Yeah. yeah. So success doesn't come on a silver platter. Yeah. You have to work. You have to work for it. Then you become successful. Number six, a novice is a person without much experience. Number seven, a novice is a person recently entered into a condition. That's like the f- point number one. Yeah. When the circumstance is new, you enter into a new condition. What's, what can be some of the new conditions? Marriage. Yeah. What can be some of the new conditions? You're traveling to America. Hmm? After you travel, you don't know some of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after you travel, you don't know some of us. <laughs> ah, that man, he worried me in Kenya. Now I'm in America too. He wants to continue. Mba. Mba. <laughs> shepherd, shepherd, shepherd. Now I'm in Bronx. He's saying... See how we can start. A, no, no, no. I didn't come here to start anything. Yeah, let me enjoy my McDonald's and, and just be happy here. Yeah, yeah. The person has newly entered into a condition. Yeah, that's a novice. <laughs> All right. Number eight a novice is a newly imported person. Yes. Like me, I'm no more. A newly imported person. <laughs> yes, I'm now part of the, the system. You get a point? Yeah, I'm not newly imported. Yes. In fact, I think I know the systems and the people in the systems more than the people who were born here. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, number nine. A novice is a recently discovered person. Hey, we didn't know you could sing. We didn't know you could dance. So, the original singer did not come. And then we told you, Sister Elvina, can you come and minister? That is the first day you are holding microphone to sing in your life. And by that opportunity, you are realizing, uh, hey, Kumbe, Mimi, Nico, Nico, I, I day, I day. I even sing better than favor. Hey, see voice. See voice. Then the novice tendencies creep in. Yes. So when now we have even discovered your talent for you, 
Do you get it? Your newly discovered talent. We cannot even tell you, sit down. Yes. You didn't know you could teach. Now you can see it's part of your giftings. Yeah. You got a point now. Yeah. Now nobody can tell you, sit down. There are some people, the coaches that help them, whether maybe they are tennis, long tennis stars or um, they are runners or they are whatever, they have special coaches that help them to a particular stage. You see that now when they reach that stage, they fire the coach or the coaches around them. Yeah? A lot of times you see that they end up not reaching their because somebody contributed to where you are. Yeah. Say so I fired my coach. Hmm. Careful. So we're saying that the pride of a novice is worthy of extra attention. That's why we are giving it what? Extra attention. Do you get it? And the reason is because a novice is known for his pride. Anything that somebody is a novice in, you see that not far from the person is pride. Do you understand? Not far from the person is pride. As long as the person is a new discovery, the condition is new, something is new, The spirit of pride is not so far away from this person. That person is different from somebody who has been doing the same thing for many, 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 many years. I've been teaching for and preaching for many, many, many years. When you become a new teacher, do you get it? In the church, Accept and notice that pride is not far from you. And the only reason is not because you are proud. It's because you are new. And there are forces and there are people that will contribute to bringing the pride very close to you now. Is it like that you are new and the pride is just standing there? Huh? But then there are other forces and elements. One sister will come and whisper, I I couldn't believe you could teach like that. Forget apostle. Then you see the pride was there and by that conversation it has come closer. You just called one sister and said, I I see God doing this in your life. And the Lord has told me that in seven days, he will bring it to pass. You are new in prophecy. (laughs) Then in seven days, something happens to confirm your prophetic word. Now, when you come to church 
and I am ministry, you are not moved. And you see, you are new and the pride is not far. But there are forces that can help bring it closer to you until it enters you. Yes. Careful. So anything in which you are new, yeah, you should see new drivers. Hey, you are you're wrong, 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 wrong. You are new. <laughs> You've just come from the driving school. It's, you are new. <laughs> is it the thing about new drivers is they see the mistakes. They are fresh from the driving school. They've been told this sign means this, this sign. And do this. So they are, they, they are telling everybody their fault. You are new. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I listen to me. Yeah. Many wives, when they are freshly married, they are very wild. Yes. Very wild. All new wives are very, very. Hey, don't be fooled by that thing they show you. Oh, newly married, the woman is wild. Yes. You know what humbles them? Time. <laughs> yes. Time. When I'm married, I told my wife, go and live in London. She wouldn't listen to me. Now, if I get her to go, she'll, she'll, she'll wear her shoes overnight and fly to. But newly married, ah, no, no, no. Hey, leave my husband. Da, da, da. Right now, she, I, I am sure she doesn't want to stay where she's staying. Yes. When they are newly married, they are wild. Do this. It's like they want to stay around and, and, and monitoring spirits. After a while, you see, they are cool like ice water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, if they have their own ways, they'll share their problem with others. (laughs) You understand? After a while, you see that they are all cool. Yeah. If they are pastor's wives or minister's wives, they are very uneasy when their husband is talking to a single sister in the church. You know, they'll be looking to be monitoring. You know, after a while, they don't even care. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. So whenever the thing is just new, it's attended with pride. Do you understand? Yeah, it's attended with pride. Careful. So, but there's a point I want to hammer on tonight. How that Lucifer fell from a lack of intelligence caused by pride. <laughs> Write it. Lucifer fell from a lack of intelligence caused by pride. If you look around, 
Anywhere you are, any environment you are, the places you go, if you encounter a very proud person, a lot of times, that is lack of intelligence manifesting as pride. (laughs) I'm going to say what I'm saying. Yeah, You see the person, you know, Kiburi, Kiburi, <laughs> you know, a lot of it. Do you understand? When you go deep, you see that the person is empty. So they try to cover what they lack, that is intelligence, by the showcasing of pride. Because the pride is the camouflage. But the real or the reality is that this person lacks intelligence. Because intelligence would have made the devil to see who God was. His majesty. His power. His might. The creator of the universe. My own creator. My own, you, you've got to lack intelligence to not know that this is the guy who created me and he knows my beginning and he can also determine my end. You got to have lacked intelligence to stretch forth your hand towards such a mighty power. He lacked it. He lacked that intelligence. He lacked that wisdom. So what does he do? He stretches his hands to attack the one that created him. That is why an attack of your father is a portrayal of your lack of intelligence. Anybody that can attack their father, anybody that can attack their mother, you lack intelligence. Yes. And that lack of intelligence is what has brought pride into your heart. Let me say something to you. It doesn't matter the state, the condition of your father or of your mother. It doesn't matter that you can speak better English than your father. It doesn't matter that you can speak better English than your mother. It's irrelevant. The moment you lack intelligence, one of the things that manifests is pride. Yes. Hmm. So, sometimes when you are being proud, eh, it's because you lack something. (laughs) I've spoken generally and I've spoken specifically. Yes. It's because you lack something. And it's intelligence. Yes. Some people, after many years, they come and see that they are the ones who lacked intelligence. Apostle was telling me the truth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're thinking this is the first church I've pastored. It's not the first church I've pastored. Maybe you're thinking you are the youngest people I've pastored. Some of you think that that lack of intelligence is telling you that, oh, you are the first 
two somethings or 21 somethings and 23 somethings. I have pastored people from when they were 14 years. I have watched them grow in my church. I have watched them married. I have watched them have children. I have watched them have husbands. You know, you, your journey has been elongated because you have never submitted yourself to any of the trainings and the teachings. That's why you are still flying about like a, 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 is it a Beverly stock bed. Or how do they call those beds? Uh, the, um, uh, like, like a marabou. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Otherwise, I have nurtured children. Yes, raise them. There are chill people who grew up in my very house. Like they lived in my house. Today married. Today married. Yes. You, I have come to entertain you. To you, I'm a foreigner. Look at that foreigner. See, what, see the things he's telling us. See the things he's telling us. But meanwhile, the same seriousness with which I raise others, in fact, much more, I have input it in your upbringing, your raising, the teachings. But to what extent? It's not gone far. When we finish, you reach the Vibanda teaching. Yangu Imesha. Otherwise, over a certain number of years, I should have children I can point to. This one is married and has children. Yes. It's the reason I have people I can depend on in Ghana more than people here I can depend on. Yes. I ask somebody, do this for me. And they'll do it. When I even say thank you, they say, don't thank me. I owe you my life. Yeah. You, you cannot say you owe me. Even though I've saved you from a lot of fornication, but you can't say <laughs> you can't say that you owe me your life. You, you understand? Yeah. You're not the first. You're not the first. I, I mean, literally, I can count. I can count. Huh? Last week we had a prayer and fasting with my the partners, and um, I invited. Uh, Prophet Victor to minister and people came who as we speak are not like in my church. Do you understand? Yeah, but were people that I also pastored and he took over pastoring them but are still in contact in different countries still in contact. You, I have pastored you for 10 years. When you leave Nairobi, you disconnect yourself. You are on Facebook, but to even come and like something, and then when you are trying to showcase yourself, you appear a day before. I mean, just look straight. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Be- the lack of in sometimes some of you to get your arts together, you only need to ask yourself intelligent questions. What is this man? trying to do with my life. And you also see that nobody has attempted doing some of the things I say to some of you. Your father has never said it to you before. Your mother has never said it to you before. Yes. Because sometimes it's so difficult for parents to say certain things to their children. Did you get it? Yeah. It's so difficult. I'm one of the parents who can have such conversations, maybe because of my background as a pastor. Yeah? 
One time my daughter asked me a question uh, about, um, was it masturbation or something? You know, she's been hearing it being rebuked and all that. So she asked me, what, <laughs> daddy, what is? <laughs> you get a point? And I had to sit there and I, I explained it to her. So I can have conversations and I can have conversations with my son. Yes. But there are some parents who cannot. So some of you, what you were not told and you did not know, you have the benefit of hearing it even in the church. And it should be a great blessing that enhances your life and advances your life. But your reaction to it is totally wrong. At this foreigner, hmm? see the things he's saying, huh? Hey, this, this, uh, how are to West Africans? Huh? You see, that's your mind, so you won't benefit and you won't also rise up to become anything because when the teaching is supposed to advance, you, you have a different mind, a different mind. Are you listening to me? If you are waiting for an angel to fly from one of the heavenly populated regions where God places the angels, then you say, I found a wife. You are a fool. Your wife is in the environment. Your husband is in the environment. All my teachings, you are not listening. Some of you want importer, exporter goods before he's, oh yeah, he's arrived. You also take somebody and polish him. Yes. You are still here looking for butterflies. Then after a few years, you start binding all the spirits in my mother's house. Oh Lord, I bind the spirit of lack of marriage in my... Look around you. Open your eyes. Pride is blinding you. Pride, that's one of the things pride does. It will blind you. Stop being proud. You see, let me, you see, the world is a simple thing to comprehend. If you went to university one year to one, year, um, year one to f- year four, all right, you, you, you stayed in the same environment with a group of people. Your wife or your husband is likely going to come from there. Do you understand? Your wife or your, is likely going to come from there because that's somebody you've seen and worked with or seen for many years. Huh? Are you following me? Or a particular work environment. You see each other every day. You likely find your, your husband or your wife at the workplace. Maybe he's in another department and you are here. When he passes by, he says, I like this guy. I like this guy. Oh, I like this lady. You know, she's just passing by. You spot. That's the, within, do you understand? You, you don't have classmate. You don't have workmates and you are deposited in the church. Are you saying you can't look around? <laughs> look around you. 
around you. When I tell you that I, I don't purposely try to be funny, you don't believe it. See, me, I was just trying to tell you the truth. But it sounded some way. But it's a truth. Do you get it? Yeah. It's, it's a truth. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the University of Cape Coast for four years. Yeah, I did Bachelor of Commerce. And um, besides my other ministries, I had a, I was a president of a prayer group called Too Much, Too Much Prayer Fellowship. And we met in the gardens every Sunday afternoon from 4 to 7 p.m. We were praying, you know. And then one day, we were in this prayer meeting and a lady came for prayers, you know. And I saw her and her skirt. I said, I like this one. What is it? Huh? I didn't do any Holy Ghost or whatever. I just liked. Yes. So, when I took the stage to minister, I prophesied to people. And I, so she came before I was called to minister. So I said, Lord, even if you don't have a word for this one, I will manufacture a word. (laughs) Yes. Then I got one or two as I was ministering. And I called her and I, I, I prophesied to her. Yes, but her prophecy was different. I coded her prophecy. Yes. So that she can come and see me later. You sit around here and say, oh, there's nobody meant for me. You are a joker. A joker. So I coded her prophecy. Then I told her to pray about it within seven days. If she doesn't understand, she should come and see me. Yes. I thought she would come day two. Yes, I waited. Waited. Yes. My hall of residence was called Valco Hall. It was a mixed hall. So one block is for men. The opposite can be a whole block for women. You know, so one time I came back from lecture and my roommate told me, somebody came to look for you. Somebody says a lady. Hey, and then he described the lady. Then I think she saw me return from lectures from across her room. So after a few minutes, she came. And she was wearing, I'm sure she doesn't even remember. She was wearing a pink skirt. Pink skirt. Yes. And I told her to sit on my bed. Yes. Yes. My roommate was there. Yes. 
my roommate was there. Yeah. So she, that's when I now uncoded the coded prophecy. And then I told her, be coming for the prayer meeting, okay? Very, very important. How did you know? <laughs> coming for the prayer meeting. Yes. So she'll come after prayers. I'll walk her back. We are going to the same hall. Yes. Then I began to see less and less. In fact, then when we closed, I told my friend uh, Bishop Solo, I said, that lady, make sure you call her for me yeah, after the prayer meeting. Yes, I couldn't call her myself. I said, Bishop, God, call her for me. Yes. So, <laughs> do you understand? Walking to, from prayer to the hall, walking... Yeah, the bond is being, some of you, you are here. You walk with somebody from here. Paka, uh, Bunyala ran about. You are not forming any bond. You are not forming any special thing. That will lead to anywhere. Because some of you, as you are here, the moment a sister wants to walk with you, qua stage, in your head, man, she wants me to pay her fare. So let me walk fast, 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 fast. Uyu anataka anavunja budget yangu. <laughs> uh, I think I must have touched some nerves. <laughs> yeah. Sisters also be kind. Yeah, sisters be kind. You can tell the brother, I'm going to pay your fare today. Yes, sisters, be kind also. (laughs) Are you listening to me? Yeah. I mean, how can you stay in the same environment week after week? Month after month, year after year, and you are telling me that you haven't found a special bond that can lead to marriage. Come on now. (laughs) Are you listening to me? That's just the truth, you know. And there are a lot of factors, you know, that's not making it possible. Yeah, for you, once you have to pay somebody's fare, then you have to, you know, disconnect. You see, and that's that's the same man with which people sit in church and they think the pastor wants to cheat me. You see, in your mind, everybody wants to cheat you. But listen, ladies, let me be honest with you. One of the things that endear women to men is your kindness. 
Yes. Whoever taught you that, you know, men must be the ones who always put their hands in their pocket and gives you something, taught you wrongly. Let me tell you something. So, I met my wife and we became friends. Then, um, I invited somebody to minister on campus from Accra. Those days the roads were bad, so it takes about five hours to, from Accra to Cape Coast. Now it takes less. So my brothers were coming. My brother, Prophet Victor, was coming. Um, Pastor Jeff, some of my sons and pastors. So I just went and told my friend, because she wasn't my beloved. I just said, I'm having guests on campus. I, I think I had about six people from outside campus coming. And then I told her, I need, they have to eat. I mean, I can't take my small students' money going to buy food every night for the days they were going to be on campus. And then she, she told me, don't worry. Then she went and prepared jollof rice with with corned beef in the I, after today I tell her that she scammed me because after that jollof I've never eaten any other jollof she's prepared like that she scammed me I, I, I tell her she scammed me so she prepared jollof with corned beef and then she um, canned Fanta I didn't give a shilling and then my pastors and my brothers, they ate this delicious food and they were blown. Their minds were blown. And when I saw the niceness of the jollof, I said, I would like to eat this for a very long time. Yes. Fanta. Lemon, lemon, um, lemon, whatever. Fanta cans. Do you understand? I didn't give a shilling. Do you get it? For the, for the food to be prepared. It was only brought to the room for my guests to enjoy. And then the, the service that went with it, the, the jollof, how it was prepared, the camphanta, how it was packaged. And me, I knew I'm going to be a pastor. And one of the things a pastor does is you host people. So I looked at her, I said, nah, this can do. Yeah, this can do. Yeah. This is not Ugali preparing sisters. This can do. This can do. This can do. Yeah. Do you understand? You, you'd have stood there and said, eh, how much do you have? How much do you have? She, I, didn't, I didn't spend one shilling. Yeah. And neither did she ask me for anything. What I'm saying to you young ladies is that sometimes learn to do things from your heart. You may just not know what its impact or effect will be. Learn to do things for somebody. Even if it's a total stranger. Learn to do something. Listen, don't walk about here having in your mind, you know, somebody wants to cheat me. What of a stranger who has money meet you and say, sister, can I have 100? Not that he's broke. 
He's possibly even testing you. Then that's the one you are, you are saying, eh, all these useless men. You walk away. You, you see, learn. that's why the Bible even encourages us to entertain strangers. Never walk around with this man. They wants to, he wants to cheat me. Somebody you know have walked around here. You've known. Ask you something immediately. Hmm. He's trying to not grab something out of me. No, be kind. Do something for somebody from the you may not know the impact of it. Don't go around trying to check that's. Mandela have money. How about if he doesn't have money? How about you being kind to him? Then he's going to say, yeah, this can be my wife. Yeah, this can be my wife. (laughs) I know you don't believe in the things I'm teaching, but that's fine. It doesn't mean also that I shouldn't teach it. Yes, but I'm going to tell you that, you see, one show of kindness can get you a husband. Okay, stop there. Pastor, what are you saying? Abraham sent his servant Eliezer to go look for a wife for his son Isaac. He's a prayerful man. He's going and he says, the woman I meet at the well of whom I ask water and she doesn't just give me water but also fetches water for the camels. That is my master's son's wife. That's it. Some of you, if that is the test to locate you as a wife, you will miss it, Milele. Because many of you ladies, you walk around with a warrior mentality. You have to be hard. You have to be tough. These men, they try to, no. So you meet a stranger at the well and so, can I get water? And you're like, hey, look at you. Look at your shoulder. Look at your chest. Can't you fetch water for yourself? If you like, drink the water. It's there. Fetch it. If you like, don't drink it. Everybody who's married or found a wife, they would narrate a story of one act of kindness that either came from the lady or came from the man. They would narrate it. Yes. And so from that day, I just knew. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. And then he asks Rebecca, so here's water, drink. And then he says, wait, I'm also get, getting water for your camels. Prayer answered. Prayer answered. Many men have gone through hard things. You, you may not believe that men look for different things in a will-be wife. You may be surprised that one thing a, a husband, a future husband is looking for is kindness in a wife. And then you displayed it. At that point, you displayed it. Then he says, that's it. That's it. Kindness. It may be one of the things. He's not looking for even a smashingly beautiful, he's just looking for a kind woman. That's it. Then you have an encounter, a chance encounter, and what do you do? You demonstrated so much kindness. That does it. You know. Look at this foreigner. He wants to 
cheat me. Small water I've come to fetch. Yeah, he wants to take my water. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So be careful. Situations are not always the same. You know? Yeah. And in an environment where people really, really connect with their heart, these things I'm saying to you may look far-fetched. It's because a lot of you are here, you connect with each other on a superficial level. Yes, a superficial level. You can't make your life about exchange all the time. You do this for me, I do this for you. You do that for me, I do this for you. Can you do this for me, do this for me, do this for me? (laughs) You get it? Some of you sisters can inspire brothers into marriage. But you lack all the qualities. When I'm also teaching you, you don't want to learn. I'm starting, I'm starting, um, I'm starting a a unique ministry. um, For men. Then, so I'm writing. (laughs) I'm writing. As, as I speak to you, I'm writing the books for that ministry. Yes. And the ministry is called Healing Adam. Yes, it's called Healing Adam. Yes. We're going to teach men to be men. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Then when I launch that ministry, the counterpart will be for Eve. Yes, I will have the healing Adam, then we'll have Eve, and then we'll teach women to be correct women. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got a point now. Yeah. So there's so much to learn. <laughs> Some of you sisters, we have to teach you to be correct women. Correct ladies. Uh, And it will work in your favor. Say amen. Amen. So, I came to just do a brief overview. Because myself, I needed to teach also. Um, Next week, I'll go from where LP stopped. Amen. You must be here and you must come with somebody. (laughs) Amen. So before we go, Bishop says for a created angel to imagine that he could ascend the throne of God, his creator, and remove him. We see a blindness and a madness combined with a gross lack of intelligence. Pride causes this blindness 
madness and lack of intelligence. Yes. Pride it is what causes this. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes what I do is I poke people till their madness comes. Yes. I am anointed at poking people who are hiding their madness. Yes. And then when they display it, most of the time they think I'm offended. No, I feel sorry for you. You have been hiding it for too long. Yeah, I just needed it to come out. Yes. <laughs> I see the beautiful thing about what I do is that when you are under test, you will never know you are under test. I can tell you today and test you tomorrow, you will fail. You just see all the insults you will give me. (laughs) Do you understand? Because sometimes some of you, eh, there are people who look nice, but they are mad. (laughs) 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 You don't know. <laughs> they are mad, clinically mad. <laughs> Pride created madness and lunacy in an otherwise beautiful creature. <laughs> yeah. There are some sisters, if you see them at face value, ah, you cannot see their lunacy. If you see a star, you can't believe she has any form of lunacy. Eh? If you see Owa, ever smiling Owa, beautiful, ever smiling creature, as there is lunacy underground, underground. Yes. L.P. Chesank would have married a Ghanaian custom or immigration officer if not for the display of her lunacy. <laughs> she told the immigration, give me my passport. If you will not give me the visa, let, give me, let me go back to my country. Hey! I think the immigration officer said, hey. <laughs> Let me give this one the visa before she creates drama here. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> By now she'll be branch pastor Ghana. <laughs> Airport branch. (laughs) Careful. Yeah, then Bishop says, This is what will happen to every novice who does not take heed to the numerous warnings about pride in the ministry. Amen. Yeah, it is sad to see truly anointed and chosen vessels. Destroyed with pride, marked by blindness, madness, 
and failed intelligence. This part I've just read, they are walking in the church. So let me rephrase what Bishop said. It is sad to see truly anointed and chosen shepherds destroyed with, I'm paraphrasing, I'm adding. You get the point now? It is sad to see truly what? Anointed and chosen shepherds destroyed with pride marked by blindness, madness, and failed intelligence. So some of the shepherds, former shepherds, they have failed intelligence. Yes, their intelligence have failed them. <laughs> and it's not an insult. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Yeah? <laughs> Bishop says, my prayer is that you take these few points on the pride of a novice with all seriousness. Least you live to fulfill every single point in this book to your own undoing and condemnation. Yeah. Right in Bishop's own church, I, I can see, you know, because sometimes when um, I see someone become a rebel in Bishop's ministry, and I ask myself, how does it happen? And sometimes, this person has worked with the man of God for 20-something years. A recent Orangu, 27 years. But now the guy has entered the guy. And he's manifesting. Oh yeah. They take a book to bend to teach somebody that I don't even fear you anymore. You see, when this guy enters you, one of the first things is pride is injected into you. Somebody you used to honor, you no longer honor. Then now you are blinded. Yes. You even think you are talking to your seven-year-old son. Yes. One pastor rebelled. When the, um, his bishop was having his birthday, he took the flyer they did for his bishop and wrote, Happy birthday, wicked old man. When, when that guy enters you, that's how they talk. Yeah. You see? So don't take it for granted. Yeah. Even, even if you are my pastor, do you understand? LP Burial should not mistake herself to be higher because at the end of the day, she's not been a pastor longer than I have. Yes. When I was pastoring, she was thinking of how to become a Shylock. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> and then that's the person who wants to rise up, you know, and vound. I should have left you to become a Shylock. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't be deceived. Yeah. Even if I send you out and God miraculously gives you a big church, don't let it affect your, yeah. You, you didn't, you are not even sent out to do a big, 
a church, you are sent out to do what is called center. Center. Yes. Center. Small center. Small center. And after that, we couldn't control you. Small center. Small center. That's how the government will send you. Go and do health center. And you take over the health center. Since we made you go do center, we have not had peace up to today. Yes. It was like sending you to do a center was a big mistake. <laughs> so you see, a lot of, I, I wish Bishop had released this book earlier. Yes, then some of your ministry would have been saved. Yeah. Amen. So it's a blessing. And we're looking at this all-important subject. And you can invite somebody to listen and also avoid the mistakes that novices make. Please be on your feet. I want you to pray that any form of blindness will live your life. That you will not be blinded by pride and you will not swell up that God should help you to remain small in your own eyes. Lift your voice and begin to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Yes. Yes. Some of you, you, ex- you experience periodic seasons of madness. Ask God to heal you from even those seasons. Yes, Lord. To remain constant. To remain the same. Only changing in a positive direction. What a blessing that will be. That you can be counted on. That you can be dependent on. What a blessing that will be. Pray for it. Remove all forms of blindness Lord. May we see clearly. Rasembre dele megada zwanda lekonda na masanda la mazua kazadia irema rendele mesindo klatus kabahai eliga zomba rabala hadabaha ikaye maye kaye la mahanda la maha ikono mosonda la masumbra hadia rekeba ridolo mosonda zia Zimbola pati kere mahandia. Elomele mele malaka dios kabahai. Grow a formidable church. A strong people. A loyal people. May we not suffer from pride. And fall into the condemnation of the devil. Remove oh God this trap. Of pride far from us, far from the church. In the Santa Luza Paria Day. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. 
Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.